the hour of 7 o'clock having arrived. I'm going to call the meeting to order. If, you've got, if you're in a conversation, please step outside. The clerk will call the roll. Iker. Here. Iker here. Erickson. Here. Erickson here. Nguyen Hilfiger. Here. Nguyen Hilfiger here. Jones. Here. Jones here. Kiefer. Here. Kiefer here. Kilmer. Here. Kilmer here. Canole. Here. Canole here. Kolar. Here. Kolar here. Krause. Here. Krause here. Kuhn. Kuhn absent. Here. Kuhn here. Levin. Levin absent. McCarville. Here. McCarville here. Miles. Here. Miles here. Nelson. Here. Nelson here. Pirtle. Pirtle absent. Peters. Here. Peters here. Ratcliffe. Here. Ratcliffe here. Rip. Here. Rip here. Rit. Here. Rit here. Rusk. Here. Rusk here. Saloff. Here. Saloff here. Shower. Here. Shower here. Schwellenbach. Schwellenbach absent. Stubbs. Stubbs absent. Veldrin. Veldrin here. Wegleitner. Wegleitner absent. Young. Here. Young here. Baird. Here. Baird here. Bollig. Bollig here. Buckingham. Here. Buckingham here. Chavla. Here. Chavla here. Chenoweth. Here. Chenoweth here. Clausius. Clausius absent. Danner. Here. Danner here. Downing. Here. Downing here. Die. Die here. Corrigan. Here. Corrigan here. Wegleitner here. 32 supervisors are present. We have a quorum. This evening, um, and I should say that supervisors Clausius and Levin had indicated that they would not be able to join us this evening. Um, this evening we'll be led in our prayer inspirational message by Supervisor Eicher. Thank you. Um, so Sun Prairie Strong was the theme for many in my community this summer. It was a daily reminder for us that nothing is permanent and everything can change in an instant. I happen to see Sun Prairie Strong everywhere. Uh, it pops up all over Dane County, particularly when I'm not looking for it, but for some reason it pops up when I'm needing the reminder to be strong and to keep going. We're living in challenging times, times and circumstances that require strength. We've seen the strength and the resolve of our Dane County neighbors that have been impacted by floods. The strength of our first responders, that they've responded to floods and shootings and violence, and the strength of our county staff in stepping in for the next steps when our first responders have cleared. We've seen the strength of individuals fighting for their day to day, right here in this room, uh, just in the last few weeks if we've heard testimony on our upcoming budget. From elders who use Kashia House to those simply sharing their story on how the county services and the programs that we fund impact their lives. And I see the strength in you all, my colleagues, who fight your own personal battles and yet show up every day and show strength for those you represent. And the strength, the emotional strength and courage in women like Dr. Christine Blasey Ford in women who risk so much personally because it matters on a scale so much bigger than ourselves. And the strength of those of us bearing the emotional labor of having to relive sexual assault as our nation reckons with its brutal history and its brutal tradition in so many ways. We need strength in our communities and in our leadership, especially right now. And I'm grateful to serve with all of you and the individual strengths that you bring to this diverse governmental body. Please rise and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America 
and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, Supervisor Eicher. This evening, under special matters and announcement, we do have a special matter. Um, it's the screening and brief discussion of Minding the Gap, the housing crisis in Dane County. And we have Olivia Perry with us this evening, our housing, um, who works on housing in um, the Department of Planning, Zoning and Planning. And um, we had want, you know, we hadn't originally planned to have a committee of the whole with a presentation and this. This had been planned earlier, but I'm, I'm pleased that you're able to, to join us this evening and give us an update on this important topic for the county. It's nice to see everybody. Um, so uh, I'm just going to give you a brief update on the Dane County Housing Initiative, um, something we also call DCHI, and then show you one of our new educational tools, this video um, that we are using to um, communicate this very complicated and important issue. Um, uh, Dane County Housing Initiative started about four years ago, um, and the, it's a public-private partnership um, between Dane County, um, uh, local governments, um, chambers, developers, businesses, banks, um, housing agencies, and um, residents. Um, and the purpose of the housing initiative is to um, develop information and resources and um, facilitate communication and help uh, and, and learning and help um, build strategies to expand housing options in Dane County. As part of this initiative, we have a housing summit every year, um, and I'd just take, like to take a minute to invite you to the housing summit upcoming on October 25th, um, uh, where we are featuring 16 county communities who are now stepping up to the plate to work on this uh, critical issue of um, uh, the housing crisis that we're facing. And um, yeah, so please, um, please come if you're able to, um, 930 to 1230. Another thing we do is we send out a newsletter um, a few times a year. Um, and um, we also uh, work with um, individuals and, um, and organizations to develop information. As, as I said, we did a workforce housing survey last year, and we also developed this um, tool, this educational tool. And we developed this educational tool primarily because communities kept on saying, you know, what is this? It's so difficult. I don't understand. It's a very complicated issue, as you know, um, affordable housing and the housing crisis that we're facing. So. Um, Took about two years. Uh, we raised ten thousand, a little over ten thousand um, dollars, but um, we feel that this has um, been a really important um, new asset for the housing initiative, and um, we've gotten some really good uh, feedback. So I'd like to share this um, with you. It's called the Dean. Uh, it's called um, Minding the Gap. The Dane County um, what's the password. Can't yell that out. <laughs> Um, but it's called Minding the Gap, um, the housing crisis in Dane County. It's about seven minutes, so it'll be short. And if you have any questions after that, feel free to, um, to ask. There's just not enough to go around. And they have waiting lists, very long waiting lists. You just can't afford anything more expensive, so where do you go? So the housing gap is the difference between the amount of income that people earn and therefore the house that they could afford and the number of units that are available at that price point. Well, I lived in Middleton first, and that wasn't low income, so that's why I moved.
if I was living back where I used to, it would be three-fourths of my Social Security would be for housing. And I wouldn't have enough for food and, and uh, phone or electric. And it's not like the elderly people that are looking for a home haven't worked through their lives. They're not freeloaders. They have worked, and they just don't have the money now to provide their living. And just look around. When you go to the store, you go out somewhere, look around and see how many elderly there are. It's growing fast, and we got to get ahead of it. Most low-income households are working households, and they don't earn enough to have a decent quality place to live where they can raise their family and in a, a safe and stable neighborhood. So we've been together 11 years. I work for Jersey Mike Subs in Middleton. Um, I'm an assistant manager. And I work at American Girl in Middleton. I've been there three years. We've noticed in the last 20 years that in many places across the country, housing costs have gone up much faster than people's incomes. And that puts pressure on uh, their ability to spend money for other things. It took us a long time to find some place that was affordable, that was nice. We didn't have a car before we moved here. I mean, we everything we did was by cab, by walking, or, you know, trying to get rides from people. The apartment that we're living in is good, it's affordable. Um, we're able to save a lot of money staying here because they take care of the property. We want to be here. It saved us a lot of money and where we were able to afford daycare for our son. Whoa, did you like that? We were able to afford food, believe it or not, Food's expensive, so we're able to keep food in the refrigerator. We're able to go to go to work. Here it gives us reassurance that we're we're good, we're safe, we feel like a family. We're really talking not just about making uh, stable housing for families, but it helps to strengthen neighborhoods and strengthen our schools and stabilize our employment base. Having employees that can live closer in to the plant is a big benefit to us. We know there's a gap in the community for affordable housing, so we're working on uh, projects uh, in conjunction with businesses and the city of Sun Prairie to provide affordable workforce housing. So workforce housing is really housing that is priced to meet the needs of the workforce that you have in an area. Tight labor market kind of forces us as a company to look outside of our general area and uh, it's difficult to recruit employees to want to come to work here at our plant and have to have a 40 to 45 minute to an hour commute. I believe if workforce housing is not available, it increases the turnover rate. For many households who live far away from work, they may feel like they're saving money on their housing, but they're really spending a lot of time and money on gas and on travel and it means that if their car breaks down either they have to pay for their car or pay for their rent so they might lose their job or they might lose their housing when we have developers building new apartments that are affordable it creates construction jobs it creates additional jobs as people spend their money in the community the city of Middleton had a workforce housing committee that said we want 295 units of affordable housing over a certain time period having that roadmap is key for developers to know what the communities want so they can bring the projects forward that the community is already asking for. 
I think the economic impact is huge. You know, we took a vacant bowling alley on two acres and built a $16 million project. The city recognizes this increase in taxes while at the same time providing units at this huge range of affordability. Meadow Ridge Middleton has uh, 76 out of 95 units that are affordable, uh, ranging in income levels from 30% to 60% of the area median income. You know, we've got units targeted for veterans, we've got units targeted for people that have disabilities and require supportive services. So, you know, these projects really throw a wide, diverse net for a tenant base, which really creates, I think, personally, a better apartment community. You don't look at this building and say, hey, that's got to be an affordable housing project. I mean, this is as nice as any market rate housing project. To fix the housing gap, we need a sustained partnership across all sectors. So for employers, that can mean helping their employees to find housing. For cities, it can mean spending money or helping to approve more uh, apartment construction or development of affordable housing. And really, for the banking and financial sector, it means financing and funding these projects. <laughs> and this is the best apartment that we've had. It's like our own private little community where you're getting to know your neighbors so you can actually look out for your neighbors too. I have a sign that says everyone needs a little place to call home. And I think it's so true. We don't ask for a mansion. We just ask for a little place to live. new communication tool we're using for the Dane County Housing Initiative. Um, does anybody have any questions, comments, thoughts? Thanks, Olivia. Um, are there questions or comments for Olivia? Supervisor Krause. Hi, I just would like you to mention the housing summit. Um, I did in the beginning, but happy to mention okay, again, again, October sorry. 25th, um, 930 to 1230, and there's a networking lunch from 1230 to 130. Please join us at the Alliant Energy Center. I don't see any other questions. Thank you, Olivia. Thank you for your work on this and, yeah. and for that working on the housing summit, too. Yeah, Appreciate pleasure. it. My pleasure. Thank you. Okay. Let me turn this off and then we'll wait. Now we're on to item um, B, uh, announcements. Are there any announcements this evening, uh, introductions or uh, upcoming events? Supervisor Erickson. Oops. Thank you, Chair Corrigan. 
Um, just wanted to announce that um, we are introducing a resolution to address uh, the topic and the issue that we heard about in the Committee of the Whole, and the resolution is, the name of it is Establishing a Technical Work Group to Address Recent Flooding in the Hera Chain of Lakes. Um, a number of us worked on this resolution, um, Chair Corrigan, myself, um, uh, uh, Supervisor Twala, 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 pardon my pronunciation, and a number of us. Um, and basically what this resolution states, it you know, addresses the kind of new normal that we have in terms of getting more rainfall due to global, global warming, talks about um, the lakes being you know, a system, um, questions that we've raised, which is you know, how to um, manage the lakes, reduce flooding as we get more water, how to improve the flow. We talked a lot about that. Also, what we can do to uh, address stormwater runoff um, and you know, infiltration and management that way. Um, a lot of this, as we discussed, goes back to the DNR, so that's part of what we're you know, looking to do. But the next part of the resolution talks about immediately that the Land and Water Resources Department will convene a technical work group um, of local experts from the university, uh, people familiar with climate change, et cetera, et cetera, identify uh, short and long-term resolutions, and then that the Lakes Watershed Commission and ENER, Environment, Agricultural, Natural Resources Committee, will convene a task force to review the findings and um, make policy recommendations before March 31st of 2019. Um, a couple other things that were important to be in this resolution was that um, we would continue to aggressively do weed cutting in the river, as uh, John Reimer described, uh, to hopefully increase flow um, and also review the impacts you know, of that. And then also to aim for the minimums, you know, summer and winter minimums, as designated by DNR, um, in terms of you know how we manage manage the lake levels, um, a bigger issue might be what those you know designations by DNR are, but we will address that. Um, so if you'd like to sign on, please let me know. Thanks. Thank you, Supervisor Erickson. Um, Supervisor Nelson. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair, uh, and also I want to thank you for allowing me to bend the rules this evening. Uh, I shared earlier what I wanted to uh, say. And, I think uh, under the circumstances, I do feel it's appropriate. As you know, we did have an active shooter event in Middleton yesterday. Uh, but as a result of the coordinated response of the Middleton Police Department, uh, the Dane County Sheriff's Office, uh, other agencies and units, uh, I was uh, quickly, uh, the situation was uh, quickly ended. And I think there's uh, a sheriff uh, Mahoney was interviewed for an article that appeared uh, online, I think it's on the, the Madison.com, and I think it uh, sort of summarizes uh, uh, or explains why yesterday turned out the way it did, and I'd like to uh, share this quote with you. Their training kicked in. They assembled a team, uh, the team being two Middleton police officers and two members of uh, the Dane County Sheriff's uh, Office. And within minutes ended the situation. It was because of their training. It was because of the scenarios we practiced. We saved lives, there's no doubt. Uh, so in closing, I would especially like to thank Police Chief uh, Chuck Falk, Middleton Police Chief Chuck Falk, and Dane County Sheriff uh, Dave Mahoney for their leadership. Uh, for their strength to tie in with Supervisor Eicher's inspiration, but most of all, for their, the high value they place on training and teamwork. Uh, thank you. 
Thank you, Supervisor Nelson. Supervisor Peters. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, rising today because, as many of you may have seen in your, in your mailboxes, if you check them, uh, we have our combined city county, uh, city and county employee combined giving campaign again this year. Um, started on Monday, goes through the end of October. And pretty much this is a way for all of us to give back extra to our community. I mean, we've sacrificed much in our positions, but it helps to be able to really do more for many organizations throughout the county. Um, just to give you an idea what donations can benefit, uh, just a dollar taken out of checks, you know, per pay period, it's just a student who doesn't have transportation to get a bus or trail pass, or $5 buys nutritional supplements for children in need. Um, if you're interested in participating, just fill this out, give it to the county board office, they'll be able to take care of you. Um, otherwise, I hear tell that there's a tradition of a chili cook-off, and this year it will be held at 6.15 before our meeting on October 18th, and Chair Corrigan won last year, and I think we only to make sure that we can, you know, be here this year, so. Have to come up with a new recipe. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Supervisor Peters, for leading that effort, this effort this year. Supervisor Salov. Thank you, Madam Chair. Just want to remind everybody, uh, Madam Chair, that this is Emergency Preparedness Month, and there's three um, three things that you can do. You can learn CPR. You can learn CCR. CCR does not require mouth-to-mouth, -mouth. and you can learn a new effort that's come out, which is called Stop the Bleed. Evidently, many more people are dying from bleeding uh, accidents than they are from uh, respiratory illness, et cetera. There's a lot of data, but there's a lot on the web for you to look at. These are very simple things for you to learn and for you to promulgate through your communities, through your EMS, your fire, your community health organizations, and they are tuned into that. So please um, be prepared, not just this month, but every month. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Salop. Any further announcements? Seeing none, um, we are on to item C, approval of payments on the bills over $10,000 referred to the county board. Is there a motion? Moved by Nelson, seconded by Shower. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the bills are approved. Under um, minutes of the September 6th Dane County Board meeting, is there a motion? Moved by McCarville, seconded by Ritt. Is there, are there additions or corrections to the minutes? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the minutes are approved. On the consent calendar, there's one item, Resolution 199, the County Executive Appointments. What's before us is the Executive Committee's recommendation for approval. Supervisor Dye. Um, yes, Madam Chair, I'd like to move to strike the appointment of Susan Crawford pursuant to the attached memo from the County Executive. Okay, and I think it's in this proposed sub, so if you just want to move the sure. proposed sub, thank you. Um, Supervisor Dye moves sub one. Is there a second? Supervisor Krause seconds. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it. And the sub is approved on Resolution 199 as amended by the sub. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it. And Resolution 199 as amended is approved. 
under ordinances, ordinance, ordinance amendment four. And I should say we have a number of um, items on our calendar this evening that are unanimously approved by committees, but be, um, because of the holidays this month, um, personnel and finance met late, and so there are many items that the calendar was published before finance met, so that's why they're on the calendar with not being on the consent calendar. Um, so Ordinance Amendment 4, amending Chapter 46 of the Dane County Ordinances regarding micro-market permit fee. What's before us is the Personnel and Finance Committee recommendation to approve um, 7 to 0. Is there a discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it. And Ordinance Amendment 4 is approved. Ordinance Amendment 7. Um, amending Chapter 47.175 of the Dane County Court of Ordinances regarding animal waste on balconies, which bef what's before us is the Public Protection and Judiciary Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion? Supervisor Rusk. Um, Madam Chair, we have a sub on this one um, that we need to um, take up because... So we didn't have it exactly right when it was at PP&J, so the, the sub is listed under Supervisor Saloff's name. Supervisor Rusk moves sub 1 to Ordinance Amendment 7. Is there a second? Supervisor Dye seconds. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it. And sub 1 to Ordinance Amendment 7 is approved. On Ordinance Amendment 7 as amended, is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it. And Ordinance Amendment 7 as amended is approved. Ordinance Amendment 11, Chapter 18 of the Dane County Code of Ordinances regarding appointment of department heads. What's before us is the Executive Committee recommendation for approval. Is there discussion on Ordinance Amendment 11? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Ordinance Amendment 11 is approved. Ordinance Amendment 12. Amending Chapter 18 of the Dane County Code of Ordinances regarding employee probationary periods. What's before us is the Personnel and Finance Committee recommendation to approve. Is there discussion on Ordinance Amendment 12? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Ordinance Amendment 12 is approved. Under Award of Contracts, we have Resolution 193, Award of Contract for Inmate Laundry and Linen Service. What's before us is the Public Protection and Judiciary Committee's recommendation to approve. Is there discussion on Resolution 193? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it. And um, Ordinance Amendment 193 is approved. Under K, Resolutions. Resolution 136, Approving Agreements and Purchases Supporting an Affordable Housing Project for the Gorman Grand Family, Pro Family Project in the City of Madison. What's before us is the Personnel and Finance Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion on Resolution 136? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 136 is approved. Under Resolution 180, authorizing an addendum to the purchase of service contract with the Town of Westport, what's before us is the Environment, Agricultural, and Natural Resources Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion on Resolution 180? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 180 is approved. 
Resolution 184, authorizing supplemental lease with USDA Farm Service Agency at Lyman Anderson Agriculture and Conservation Center. What's before us is the Environment, Ag, and Natural Resources Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion on Resolution 184? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 184 is approved. Under Resolution 186, authorizing the purchase of land for the Ice Age National Scenic Trail. What's before us is the Environment, Agricultural, and Natural Resources Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion on Resolution 186? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 186 is approved. Resolution 189, authorizing Badger Road lease for Joining Forces for Families program. What is before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion on Resolution 189? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 189 is approved. Resolution 190, con cha contract change order number eight to contract for Biofirm USA, Inc. for biogas cleaning equipment for pipeline injection phase three. What's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion on Resolution 190? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 190 is approved. Under Resolution 192, Addendum Agreement Number 1 for Hazardous Waste, sweep, hazardous waste Clean Sweep. What's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion on Resolution 192? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 192 is approved. Under Resolution 194, contract change order number nine to contract for Biofirm USA, Inc. for biogas cleaning equipment for pipeline injection phase three. What's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee's recommendation for approval. Is there discussion on Resolution 194? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 194 is approved. Under M, items requiring a two-thirds majority for passage, M1 to M8, um, is there any request for separation? Supervisor Wegleitner. Madam Chair, I'd like to be recorded as voting no on M1. On M1, okay. Supervisor Miles. Clarification, you said M1 through 8, there's the ninth oh, thank item you. listed. Thank you. So on M1 through M9, is there, there's no other, no request for separation. So these items do require a two-thirds majority for passage, and I'd like to have them recorded as having passed unanimously, save on um, item M1, Supervisor Wegleitner voting no. Is there any um, objection to doing so? Seeing none, items M1 to M9 will be recorded as having passed unanimously, except for M1, which will be um, unanimous, it will be, um, all supervisors except Supervisor Wagleitner. Under um, such other businesses, the county is authorized to conduct by law. Seeing no one weighing in, is there a motion to adjourn? Supervisor Chenoweth um, moves, seconded by Supervisor Jones. 
Um, is there, um, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and we're adjourned until Thursday, October 4th.